Hello, it's Tammy and Matt here. And you're listening to the Bed Talks Podcast. And this episode is titled, If You're a Bird, I'm a Bird. If you haven't already, just have a little look at the In Fair Verona episode, which is a brief summary of our story. Yes, <laughs> but this episode is going to be talking about birds. No, it's not birds. really. <laughs> it's not birds. <laughs> just, it's all about birds. I do no. like birds. Yes, I do like, like birds Like blue tits. Matthew is an avid bird watcher. <laughs> he does know yeah, his Yeah, I'm on birds. my way. I just need to get a pair of binoculars and some long socks. Yes, but anyway. And really short shorts. <laughs> We are What's going it actually to be, about? Yeah, we are going to be looking at the cultural differences between uh, being Filipino Ooh, and, and being, being British, British. And what that, you know, what the differences how it's are affected our and relationship, how it affects yeah. our relationship yeah. as a married couple. So we're going to be looking at that. Three so, other things we're going to be talking about are kind of the differences when you get to your kind of, you turn 18 and you leave home or how that looks. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about food. And we're going to talk about body image. And we felt that this is going to be quite a large chunk of, you know, it's a big part of who we are in the relationship. So we are actually going to split this podcast into two parts. So this is going to be part one. And yeah, yeah we're just going to be when it's, when getting it's done. on. <laughs> yeah, when it's done. So um, as always, we're going to start off with a question yes. section. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think, like, what could be cool? What could we call it? The questions that, like, someone question like... Question time. No, that's questions. boring. Quirky questions. Quirky questions. Qu- quarantine. Quarantine quirky Quest- questions. The triple mm. Q. Triple Q. Ba-do. Triple Q time. Well, we're going to call it that. Uh, until, <laughs> it's unless, time. unless you tell us something right. different. And you'll be calling so it's it, you like know. quarantine. Well, then what happens when quarantine's over? We'll just call it quiz... Question. Right. So it's a quirky <laughs> quarantine quiz. The triple 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 Q. Q's. Yeah, triple Q. Nice. So, first question then: mm. If you were an animal, what would it be? If I was an animal, I think I would be an otter, because they're like they like water. I do like water. Sometimes I'm a bit scared of going in when it's too cold, but I think if because they've got like you know they've got like their nice blubber and. Um, their coat that keeps them warm I'm happy enough to go in but I think it's more the personality of an otter about yeah I just imagine you on your back like with your you know just chilling out in the water just proper chill the hands kind of slightly limp you know and just like yeah and I'm good. hugging my babies good, next dude. to me that's and good. my yeah I have my babies close to me and otters can be really fierce Excuse me. <laughs> Why do you always burn? Tea. Because I have had tea before okay. this, okay? Um, and then they are, yeah, they like protect their babies no matter what. So I think that I'm, I'm an otter. I can be fierce when I want to be, but cute. also I'm cute and cuddly. Yeah. Let's go for that. What about you? I would have to say uh, Arctic Fox, for sure. They're, oh. Just because they're super cool. I don't think I would actually be one, but they're just so blonde. cool. They like they love the snow. I quite like snow for like you know, climbing and skiing and the rest of it. Mm. And they're super. If you've ever seen them hunt, they can like sense where the kind of mice and the voles are underneath the snow, and they do this like epic, really high jump and then dive nose first into the snow. <laughs> and it's just like the coolest. And then they come out with this mouse. You're like unbelievable. They do look so cute. So they're really cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I go Arctic fox. Yeah. Um. What is your most embarrassing moment? Uh, I was I struggled to find this one, but I think 
when I was, um, yeah, when I was like, what, 10, 11, I used to do a bit of swimming. Standard. Classic. <laughs> you kind of had to go swimming. You know and I was in this going. like swimming race kind of thing. And <laughs> I remember like, I just bought these like swim, proper like, you know, tight, tighty whities as they called them, nice tight swimming trunks. Mm. And I was like, these are great. These are going to get me like a little bit faster, take that half second off, you know, so I yeah. can win this race. Yeah. So I'm like, this is great. Brand new pair. Anyway, the the bell goes, you all dive in. And I just remember straight away, as soon as I hit the water, it was a nice dive. As soon as I hit the water, whoosh, they've gone. <laughs> my my, under, my, my swimming chunks are gone. And the bum was on show. So I had to kind of stop swimming and then like grab them from my ankles really awkwardly and then pull them up <laughs> and then uh, try and carry on. So Lovely. yeah, that's really embarrassing. Amazing. What yeah. about you? Oh man, for me, this never changes. If you're a friend of mine, you probably already heard this story. But this is um, when Matthew and I went to Barcelona for a holiday. And um, oh, we were yeah. walking down to the beach. <laughs> and then um, a lovely lady comes up to us and asks, Hey, do you guys know where she the bus stop like... is? And because, you know, I'm prepared. What do you want? <laughs> Uh, I said, no, no hablo español. <laughs> I said, no hablo español. Wait, she asked in English, right? But she asked she in said, English. She said, hey, do you know where the bus stop is? I was like mortified. <laughs> oh my goodness. You couldn't imagine That's the classic. humiliation. I was just in, I was just an autopilot. I, you know, if someone... You're like defensive, right? whoever approaches you, it's like... Yeah, I was like, no, no hablo, no, 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 no hablo no, español, no hablo español. Even though... You can speak I can Spanish. <laughs> speak Spanish. And you probably could have answered that question in Spanish <laughs> yeah. anyway. Uh, yeah, anyway, so That's that was... Class. I still can't live that down. Great you know, Part of me is still like cringing inwardly every time that just comes up in my head. On a slightly more serious note, then why not just date within your race? Um, well, during the time, you know, within our story, I wasn't really surrounded by many people in my race. So it was really easy for me to not think of my race as a big thing when it comes to falling in love. What about you then, darling? Uh, I guess the simple answer would be, I just found my beautiful wife next to me more attractive than the other girls around. Oh, thank you. Was the initial thing, the initial <laughs> yeah. attraction. <laughs> And then it was only when we grew up, you know, when we started and then when st- people started stepping in, finding out about our relationship, that they started to ask questions. Yeah, we hadn't it? really thought, we hadn't even thought about the yeah. race. It was just like, was we got just, on with each other, didn't we? Yeah, so it wasn't really a big thing until people started bringing th- things up, which then complicated a few things. Yeah, that's another topic in itself. Eh? Yeah, <laughs> indeed. Um, so, so some of the stigmas and the things that are surrounded by being an interracial couple mm-hmm. should we get into it yeah yeah first thing <laughs> first big thing, difference the big difference is food. the food i actually love this i think we're gonna you know gonna that'll probably be a whole, ep- a that'll probably be a whole, <laughs> whole episode, episode or series on food let's be honest um but yeah it's important can you do you want to tell us more about difficulties you've had with difficulties <laughs> With food. Alright, well, my first trip to the Philippines was when we were 17. I was 18. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, I was enjoying the food. It was good food. There's a lot of a lot of fish, I've got to be honest, lots of seafood, which is uh, something gro- growing up. Long. I didn't love fish, but I've learned to love it. 
And it's actually supposed to be pretty good for you. Mm, well, it's really it good, is for you. good for you. Yeah. So, All the you know, threes. I enjoy it, but my body's not used to having it. So, first time in the Philippines, we've just been bombarded with like shrimp, rice, and fish. Crab. And crab. <laughs> and after like a week, I had the, the runs, let's be honest. <laughs> I had the runs. I was. So bluntly. Yeah. It was. Um, he had came the runs. out as a liquid. And <laughs> I think I was probably sick as well. But. What my beautiful wife did do yeah. to make me feel better was um, as I was lying in bed feeling like crap, she came and gave me some chocolate milk, choco <laughs> milk, to think that that's going to make it better, isn't it? Yeah, dairy. Let's add some dairy into the concoction of fish, crabs and rice. I'm sorry. And okay. so hey. for a week, I was, well, probably over a week, I was just out with um, the runs. You had so, a smile on your face too. when you took a first sip of yeah, that Yeah, the choco, choco milk, milk was... It's beautiful. So I, I wouldn't change a thing. Even if even if I you, had prolonged your pain, maybe, I gave you a little bit of salvation. So how does it like compare a little bit of peace. from having, living with your parents and having more of that Filipino style food to then when we've been like together, married? Yeah. So, you know, when I was ourselves. living with my parents, we would always have Filipino food. And, I, you know, my mum is an amazing cook. Even my dad. Yeah, she is. My dad, they're, they're both oh, incredible cooks. They're the best, they're fantastic And they, cooks. like, they go through extra effort as well. So I remember... There's always we were rice living, we were living, Yeah, we were living in um, Sirencester and they found out about this amazing fish place in Birmingham. And so they, literally, they woke up at, like, four in the morning to travel to Birmingham to get this fish. It was like an hour and a half like, drive. To get, like, a big yeah. block of fish. And I was, like, there, like, Oh, that yeah. is commitment because that was uh, I think I don't know if it was m- for my birthday and I love this fish love called um, tilapia which is like Ooh. for me best fish they are bottom feeder fish but <laughs> they taste delicious that's what you like eh um, so that's my favourite and so they kind of went all the way to Birmingham and back that's to amazing. get me this fish and it was it, just like yeah it's 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 one of my it's such a commitment me. to get good food eh? rice and something else that's like a staple Chicken and rice. Dinner. Chicken and rice. You love your chicken and rice. Yeah. And then moving out, you know, that became a lot more difficult to, to do because the ingredients weren't as easy to get. Yeah, like now and, we're in Scotland. Yeah. You just can't get those ingredients, can you? And I also didn't want to have to repeat Matthew's experience of the runs. So I've, you know. We've got, I think we've got quite a good, <laughs> we've got quite a good mix of food that we do cook though. Yeah. Like we have... You know, we quite often have a very British meal, like a chicken pie or something, mm. or a roast dinner. Steak but then throughout the week, we'll have rice and chicken. We'll have, mm. you know, sometimes adobo we'll try and make. Yeah. I even tried to make one once. Yeah. How was that? He's actually better at making adobo that's, than me. That's not true. <laughs> I'm just really anal Take about following word. recipes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's all it is. Um, so the difference in food is is vast is quite is. different so it, well, you know we I'd had say to start compromising to again you know but it's a thing to embrace oh definitely like i think it's such a beautiful like different cultures having different food is like one of the most amazing things because mm. anywhere you go in the world you get this different taste and it's just like it just yeah. brings a place of life so, so for yeah. me to have that difference i, I love it yeah but i think just... you know being in a relationship they have to compromise with that there are some times i just crave something that Matt doesn't even know. I probably don't even know that was a thing. And like you know, a, has never tasted anything like it. So it's for me, it's so yeah, difficult to explain that. why I'm craving something when the only way for him to understand is for him to taste it. So I feel like, yeah, there's. We want to make more 
Filipino food. Yeah. So we just yeah. need to. We found a website, but they don't really deliver to Scotland. I don't think. <laughs> not not while quarantine. Well, yeah, that's no. true. So we have to once they've once yeah. they're done. Yeah. There we go. So that you know that's quite food. fun. I think we're playing along with that. Um, and one of the things I think I found difficult to adjust to was the whole um, well the respect for adults in the Western yeah. world in the Asian world you know in the Asian culture respect for adults is a given you give it's them like respect number one isn't it they you know they are older than you thus wiser than you so you respect them and you walk into a room it's like you know you know you know who is most respected in that room straight away yes and like the whole what I love in the Philippines is when you when you enter someone's house mm. to show out your elders respect you go and you do manapot mm-hmm. which is where you put their their hand on the, on your forehead yes. and you say manapot which is like a blessing indeed yes yeah. so they you want to get the elders blessing before you enter their home and, and that's a beautiful that's, thing yeah that's so different to the UK it's like as soon as you enter the house you need to be thinking of doing that but mm-hmm. Funny story, it probably was the first time I went to the Philippines as well. And it happens every time. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> as a British person walking into a, a ha- being welcomed into someone's house, you're like, oh crap, who do I need to, who do I need to go on Manaput? Like who's old <laughs> enough, who's old enough that I need to go on Manaput? No, but I've had it at times where I've gone around and I've done Manaput, 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 blessings, blessings. And then I get to one person and they're like, they look like they're just older than me. And you know, they're going to get really offended. Yeah. if you do it and they're not the right age yeah. so I've had it before when I've like you know gone to do manapot and I like take the hand away yeah and other times where I've not done it and I should have done it and he felt mm. like oh crap so it's a little bit scary that yeah well we but have it's something I love we have I have guided him quite well in terms of you know yeah. finding the respect my you know top, Lolo, top tips Lolo's Lola's they just hand out their hand yeah. to you yeah they're easy you know they're older than you my top tip would be yeah. follow, basically i just follow tam around yeah so if you ever see me walk into a, a filipino's house you'd see me right behind tam just <laughs> clocking who she's manipulating so i know who to do it to <laughs> yeah well there are you know it is difficult because sometimes yeah. I, even i would go to uh tito and tita when i see you panicking and, i'm like oh and crap and tito and tita but sometimes they'd be like oh I am not bad. Don't don't yeah. man up on me. I'm not old, you know. So, um, it just depends on who wants to be. Even me and Matthew are getting um man up by our nieces and nephews, you know, yeah. the really younger ones, and so that is weird for us to have that. But I think that is such a beautiful thing. But also, can you smoke? Like. Maybe it's the I fire. I might just go and check the fire. Yeah. You keep talking about respect. Okay. It's different, like, earning respect. Yeah. We might have a fire in the house. <laughs> earning respect that. when... um, It's, it's different, yeah? Okay, we'll go check. <laughs> yeah. Keep keep and um, so basically, we have this thing where, uh, you know, in Asian culture, we automatically give respect to someone older than us. But in British culture, or in just the Western world, you have to... Um, have an integrity about you to gain that respect you know so just because you're old doesn't mean you have to be respected or you will be respected I can definitely have seen that before so that's a very different thing because here I was uh, as a young child just from Philippines um, where being a good student for example so I was in school do we have a fire? Back, we don't have that. Okay, good. But it was smoking. It was like creeping out of the 
a thing I've got. I've yeah, we had smoke too. creeping out of the wood burning stove. Oh dear, but that's okay. But we're all good. What are we talking about? Respect. Um. Yeah. So I was just talking about being a student and how in Filipino schools. Um. So I went to a a, a school where teachers are treated as authority, like real authority. Um, and you never go against what a teacher says. Um, and then yeah. you come to the UK, I came to the UK to study. Well, first thing I came to school, there are kids shouting at their teachers, not respecting their teachers. Yeah, that's true. And just being plain rude to every adult. Discipline's kind of gone, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah. So In the UK, it's like... That is something I really don't want to lose. That is a culture I want to teach my kids, our kids, definitely, that there is, you know, you have to give respect. There's certainly something in that, yeah. But there is also something to be respected in that, you know, just because you're old doesn't mean you you be respected. It's also nice to to have that integrity, you know, to see that integrity that I want to respect you, yeah. not because you're old, but because you're, you know, you've got good... You're a good human being. You were saying to me earlier about how you feel like in the UK people have to, it's more like you have to go and you have to have to earn your respect. It's yeah. not a given. If you're older than me, it's not a given that there's going to be respect there. Like I mm-hmm. hope there would be, mm-hmm. but it's something that it's more like, oh, look, he's done that. He's done that. He's done that. He's achieved that. Mm-hmm. So now he's got great respect. Mm-hmm. Whereas actually in the Philippines, no matter what you've done, there's respect there. As long as you're older. Yeah. <laughs> Which maybe has its shortcomings in some regards. Yeah, but there's pros and cons. Lo- yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. And then there is also the aspect of leaving home. So in kind of relation to being um, old enough, when do, when do you become an adult the classic to also British, be respected? Yeah, the classic British yeah. thing is you spread your wings. You get to 18, you've done college or whatever, mm-hmm. you spread your wings and for us we went pretty far away from home (laughs) but not everyone does but actually there's a I think because of university and the kind of real drive to get you know a job and a career started it's almost like when you leave home you go and you want to go and get yourself established away from your family so you're not dependent on your family as much and you're then established and you make your own name your own kind of life going forwards Mm -hmm. and your family are there to kind of support you Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel that's complete flip side. Where in the Philippines, when... um, you grow up and you kind of stay within your cluster, your family, um, especially if you're a man, there's an expectation for you to uphold family name yeah. and to uphold family togetherness to keep everyone together in one household. That's like the dream. And also there's this thing of um, giving back. So when you become an adult and you start to work you are then I don't want to say it in a really negative way but obligated to give your money back to your parents to help them out as they grow older that's actually that's I mean it's a beautiful thing that is it a beautiful keeps, thing like the whole yeah. keeping family together yeah like as you the times we've been to the Philippines family is very close-knit mm-hmm. very close-knit and you might have a few fam a few kind of people within that who have gone abroad or gone to the big city to mm-hmm. kind of you know earn the big bucks so to speak mm-hmm. so like you have overseas workers going to australia philippines uh, yeah. sorry australia uk yeah like because the wages are higher yeah um, but then the, the dream is the sending that dream is yeah. yeah to go and help your family out in the philippines or at least make your dreams come true 
Thinking of like leaving yeah. home, I always, I always think of the album uh, Homesick by Day to Remember. Oh yes. Now like one of our growing up, it's like one of our favorite <laughs> albums. Just absolutely amazing album, and the song Homesick, where it's a line, uh, what is it in the bridge? It's like we, ha- we had to choose. We made our move, and now we've got to go. We had to choose, we, we made, made our moves, and now, now we, we gotta go. go. Yeah, <laughs> and that's like, I think yeah. that's a very, there's a kind of pressure that in in the UK, you know, you've got to make, you've got to make that choice. Mm. You've got to make your move to make your name and you've got to go. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of, I guess it's looked down upon even though I think it's silly but it's looked down upon to stay with your parents which is completely yeah yeah it's just devaluing family a little bit yeah it's like no I'm gonna do it for myself actually there's such a huge importance in yeah family togetherness and I think for us uh, you know with my family they you know they've stuck together and there is a belief in that blood is thicker than water always always so even if even if your family annoys the crap out of you or if they've done something really really bad you will never turn them away because they're your family but you know in western world people you see yeah family members being kicked out being shunned i think yeah and quite often my yeah we're just starting to realize the import like we need to give so much more time to family. I think mm. we kind of got, we got grasped by the whole, the way that we felt like we should be doing it. And we, I think probably because of our upbringing, we felt like we wanted to get really far from the nest kind of thing. We'll spread yeah. our wings. So like yeah. from the South of England to the North of Scotland, we've kind of spread our wings and gone really far. And it's like feel, it's that kind of need to just get away and do something. But there's also a bit of guilt there that we feel like we probably haven't given our family, we haven't given our family loads of time. Mm. and that's something I don't want to regret going forward mm-hmm. I think we need to the, the, like family is key and we the value there is so much oh yes that I think it's just important we yes you know we do spend yeah. time hmm. oh it, definitely and I think yeah one of the main differences you know for us as a couple trying to figure that out is you know bringing it together in a way that is almost again the favorite word of ours is compromise What's that? compromise yeah so you know we moved away uh, from our families we you know we both wanted this and we love scotland and we love it here and um there's this you know guilt sometimes from me especially like not gonna lie i feel like i should, should be closer be? to my family should we be here? yeah should yeah. we be here i need to that was one of the hardest decisions you know, moving up here though wasn't it yeah if i wanted to have a cup of tea or maybe just to be with my mom, you know, it's easier if we were mm. back down in England. Yeah. But actually, this is like this is where we've established our home, and this is where We've, we we do like feel it. so at home here. Yeah, and I think if they were really family, they'd understand that, and, and they they'd do love understand you. That. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think family is not always just being together. You know, it's also respecting each of your choices, and so as not just as a couple and as best friends we are our own family matt and i and this is what we want to integrate and interweave within our relationship um learning from different cultures actually both have good things and we think like Mm. i definitely think there's more than 
there's more than just a financial way you can support your family. Mm. Like quite often there comes a kind of financial expectation like, oh, you're earning this. So like, please help us out with money. When actually that can be really important. It can be really helpful and really loving, but it's not the be all and end all. Like there's so many other ways you can support your family. And if mm. it's just like a phone call more often, that's what we're trying to try and do. And uh, yeah, I'll make them laugh yeah. or make them something. That's it. And just to be there for them. I think that's one of the main things. So I know I'm terrible um, at keeping in touch. I mean, I have my phone in my hand all the time, but somehow I still have got so you're gonna in get touch with the people I should be in touch with. Repetitive training order from your thumb, just going scroll, <laughs> scroll. I'm obsessed with scroll, Webtoon. Scroll. <laughs> I just scroll. love comments. How is your thumb not like crippled yet? Is I it don't not? know. You know, Are you I sure think I'm fine? nearly there. Do you go onto your left thumb sometimes? Or? I do. Sometimes when I'm sipping tea. I'll be like, I'll have closed, like, we'll go to sleep. I'll have closed my eyes for like 10 minutes. The lights are off. I'm like, you know, I'm not kind of half asleep. And I open my eyes and just to my side, there's this like bright light on, <laughs> on Tam's face and just the thumb going, scroll, scroll, That's scroll. how you read a comic nowadays, okay? okay. It's on Webtoon. I have, you know, I've, I've glanced over your shoulder. It does look quite interesting. Although the stories are like intriguing. Yeah. There's you know. so many you can read there. I'm going to plug yeah, them. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty cool. But yeah, so that's, um, it's, it's fun. It's how's, great to have two different cultures. I think it's like not phones, a challenge. How's TV different? Oh, yeah. So different. Like TV <laughs> in the Philippines. <laughs> it's oh my so word. funny. They overuse this laughing thing. So oh, it's, no. like a, it's like, oh, you the... know, the... the grum- <laughs> yeah. Gustoko. Taco. <laughs> Sorry, that's probably really... I'm sorry if that's a really bad impression. So, yeah, um, and there's... It's le- intriguing. Like, People love TV. I mean, you know, it's things. funny, it's entertaining. It is funny. But I think a lot of it is... Um, for me, I don't really watch TV in the UK. I don't really watch TV the in the Philippines either. But TV in the UK is on a de- is a massive decline now because of, like, Netflix and oh, yeah. everything else. Yeah, yeah. Like, TV is but on the decline, isn't it? TV, like, teleserie... I've never watched a teleserie. You've seen yeah, what, like the news. Yeah. Yeah, you watched On the oh, Wings of Love. Oh, I saw these couples love. put... Yeah. yeah your, on the, I love, love teams. teams and stuff. I love On the Wings. On the Wings <laughs> of Love. We, we yeah. sing way too much in this. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. So we That is a great... That, watch that series, though. That's great. It is, you know, it can it be quite cry. frustrating because it's very long-winded. Like, just get, just going. get together already. <laughs> so... Yeah, well, EastEnders is still going, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So it's very different and a lot of TV in the Philippines is very dramatic. And You were saying something about prop, like propaganda kind of thing. Oh yeah, yeah. I hope no that? one takes us in the wrong way, but I believe, you know, coming from the, you know, from the UK and then going back to the Philippines and watching TV there, I felt that it was quite propagandist and that it was teaching you to always be a good kid and to oh, what, yeah, it's, that's what really, it's like, that's really what you need to do to be a good child what you need to do to be a just good citizen just re-emphasizing the culture isn't it be honest and respect your elders that everything that what a Filipino is I'm saying it in I, the air quotes a Filipino I wonder, is always this you know perfect respectful yeah know, but I person. wonder if the UK like television in the UK is actually it's similar in the propaganda it's just way less obvious you know what I mean yeah, like it's maybe way more subtle in the adverts and the, and the media that we watch the, the news that we watch is a bit more subtle yeah. But I think it's still there. Yeah. I personally think it adds a lot of pressure. 
the you know the expectation proper differences yeah of like oh this person's like this so i have to be like you know they definitely look at people on tv artistas you know artists that go on tv as role models so people who are there they you know like oh she's perfect or she's like this so it's really easy to to be caught up in it as well but yeah that's uh, you know gone off on a tangent what? but TV's very <laughs> TV. different we're just saying there's a difference isn't it there is a huge difference um and but to be honest for us we don't really watch if a lot you're of TV. a bad i'm a bad yeah going but, back to uh, have you guys have you seen theme. yeah have you seen the notebook has of anyone, course you've seen the notebook. Seen the that's notebook. like the film you made me watch and you're like <laughs> make sure you get a pack of tissues yeah and there's gonna be a lot of tears and there were a lot of tears let's be honest i cried at titanic first and then i watched the notebook and i was like oh and how you know ali and noah are completely different classes so he's poor she's rich and it's almost in a way like us we're i'm filipino different race different yeah but actually the, the saying if you're a bird i'm a bird it's like there is no race there is no riches you know in love there is just you're just in love aren't you yeah and like whatever you are i, I am, am too so if you're a bird is I'm she a bird. isn't she the one from mingos yeah rachel mcadams <laughs> was it <laughs> regina such a babe uh, mingos though uh, regina what george felt, regina george plastics Ow. yeah get the burn book out yeah, <laughs> I did actually have a burn book. It's too gay to function. <laughs> oh my word. Sorry, that's probably a really controversial film now. Yeah. But <laughs> classic, love so, that. Yeah, there so are the notebook, basically. Mm. If you're a bird, I'm a bird. Yeah. That's a few of the differences between our cultures. Yeah. And we're gonna cr- we're gonna have a part two of this, and we're gonna talk more about the differences. Mm-hmm. We'll so be- tune in for part two. This has been Bed Talks Podcast.